Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment. My other lady is joining me now. So, uh, Molly, we are live, and I'm going to add you in here. And there she is. Hi, kids. Sorry, Hi. I'm a few minutes late. Hey, we got to try something new. I added you while we were live. Nice. Now we know we can do that. Your Let me turn my notification. By the way, for those of you well, listening you. on the podcast, yeah, you got you to gotta hop over onto YouTube and check out Molly's hair. It looks really good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's hair. What are you drinking there, Lib? Um, a little bubbly and, uh, you know, the sour cherry juice I keep talking about. Yep. Sour cherries. Yes, you're all about sour cherries and limes. You still got limes or are you done with the limes? We still limes? have limes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get a chance to slice out some uh, for my drink today, though. So, yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. It's well, still shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah, well. How about you? How you been? What's Did going you even on? Have a chance to make yourself a drink. We were so busy this morning talking and strategizing. I've got my trusty pink water bottle. All right. I do have good. bubbly. I have my favorite bubbly in the fridge. I just didn't get to it to grab it. Oh, what's your favorite one? Peach pear. Oh, I haven't had that one yet. It's the best. And you know. I typically don't like, um, hold on, there we go. I typically don't like peach flavored things. I like a real peach, but I don't like things flavored peach, but because this is natural flavoring and it's got the pear, love it. All right. I think I, yeah, I love to try the different, different flavors and hmm. yeah, I can't yeah. even say I can pick a favorite. Yeah. Polly had a key lime one at her house that she wasn't crazy about, but I loved. I don't like the key lime either. Cal mm -hmm. likes it. I'm not a big fan. All right. No. Well, you know where to send it. <laughs> we we go between the bubbly and LaCroix. Um, mm. We like them both equally. We have a, a, a love of both. So Nick came back to, I'm still at my mom's in South Carolina for a couple more weeks, getting her situated. But Nick came back and brought a... It's like raspberry something LaCroix. Oh. It was like raspberry, but it was a raza something or another. Um, and it was pretty good. Still didn't, I don't think anything's ever going to take away the peach pear for me. I like watermelon on both bubbly and LaCroix. I, I love that watermelon. either. See, I usually get the, the cast offs. Um, huh. Yeah. So I rarely buy it. It's usually, um, it's a long story, but anyway, <laughs> I, 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 take what's given. I take what's given. So maybe, maybe one day it'll be watermelon. Well, I just bought two cases of mixed, two 24 packs of mixed LaCroix. Both have different flavors in them. Um, one was like a plum something um, because we have a weekend at the lake this coming weekend. And so I went, had to take my mom to Sam. So I bought these two and I was like, Oh, there's some new ones in there. So yeah. I'll report back next week. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on this coming weekend? Or just keep it under wraps and we'll talk about it next weekend. We can talk about it this coming weekend. Are you talking about my life, my life with my, my madre? Yes. 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 So my mother turns 80 
the big eight zero and we're having a birthday party for her. I would love to tell you it's a surprise, but you can't pull a surprise over on her because she's got to be all in your business. <laughs> I know you're going to have a party for me. I want to make sure this person's invited. I know you're going to, where, where do you think we should have the party? Like just find out. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a surprise, but we are having a party for her. Her birthday is on the 29th, but we're having the party on the 24th. I had originally scheduled it that day because her birthday is not on a weekend and um, thought it would be better to do it the weekend before, because when you get beyond that, you start really getting into people with kids, getting ready for school, college, that kind of thing. So, yeah. um, and I knew we'd have several out of town guests come in town. So I was trying to be kind of, you know, thinking of that too. But anyway, we're doing this big party. And before my mom's accident, me moving into the house here to help her sell it, we um, rented a lake house because I knew my cousins and all might want to stay here with my mom. So I Nick and I rented a lake house so that our friends could come stay and we'd actually have a little vacation too with the party. Little did I know that vacation is much more needed now after being here for the last month, um, going through mom's house. I'm really looking forward to a weekend at the lake. I bet. I so, bet. Yeah. So that's kind of, but it's her birthday's exciting. She's so excited for it. She calls me constantly. Um, again, this morning, did you know Don and Keith are coming? Yes, I know Don and Keith are coming. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, I know. So, and she, what she doesn't know, the one surprise that I think I'm going to get away with, I think, is that I'm making her a video to show at the party. And the one beautiful thing about the timing of going through her house is I have been able to compile a bunch of old photos into this video, like from her childhood and her debut and, um, you know, into early years of marriage and which I think I've talked to you about some pictures I just yeah. never seen before. So it's, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm hoping she doesn't find out about it, but who knows? I mean, she even told me the other day, a little birdie told me you met Lee at the church. And I'm like, there were two people at that church. Hopefully she doesn't have any brunch lady connections. She does. That would be horrible. <laughs> she doesn't have that, but let me tell you, this is a small Southern town. So it, Everybody knows everything about everyone. It's that typical. And I couldn't believe that when I met her friend at the church, it was after hours because her friend had a key. And the only other person was a musician um, choir leader who is in on this with us. So I'm like, who drove by the parking lot of the church and saw Lee and I walk in there and call mom to tell them they saw Lee and I go to the church? <laughs> <laughs> For the love of a small town life, right? Yeah, right. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. So I think you have, it's only fitting we talk about something of your mom's today. I think you have a special guest for us. I do. And you know, he does have a name, but I don't know what his name is. We could name him. It's kind of, <laughs> this is him. He is a Cabbage Patch doll. Only he is one of those that is custom made. So I'm going to hold him up and then you have to remind me to take a picture so you can put it on our social media. 
Um, or actually we could even use the listing, but he yeah. is, you know, a lot of them that you would get, like I remember from my childhood had the plastic face and the yarn hair, but this is the cloth throughout the stitching. I'm trying to get the color right. You can see the stitching everywhere. He's the fabric throughout and he's pretty big guy. He's got his hiking yeah, he's bigger than, than the like standard ones you would get. Yes, store, much right? bigger than the standard. Yes. He's like a toddler. I mean, truly like he's a toddler. So he's, uh, he's ready to roll. He is not potty trained, however. He's definitely an early young toddler because he does have a diaper on under here. Um, I did notice. But don't you, I think these little hiking boots are adorable. Oh my gosh, so cute. So I you put, put him up uh, last week. He's on auction. The auction's ending tonight if anybody has to have him. I think we have one bid. One bid? Mm -hmm. One but bid so far on me. Yeah, tonight it'll There's a lot of watchers on it. Yeah, so we'll see. I had no idea. So he comes from, my mother got him from a girl's getaway. Um, my mother used to always love to get houses on lakes prior to her moving to the lake. When she lived on Hilton Head, she would get houses on the lake and she would take a bunch of friends and they would go stay, whether it was a cabin or a house or whatever, and they would do lake weeks. So one time they did it and her, she's always loved dolls. Excuse me. So she collected, which there'll be more coming up. I would love to tell you this week, but it might be a few weeks before the other ones get listed, but they're, they're collectible, collectible, you know, artist dolls. Um, but there are three that I have. She had sold a bunch years and years ago, but she had kept three special ones. So those along with this little guy are going to get listed. But anyway, because of her love for dolls, when they all were at the lake, they took a day trip and went to this particular town in Georgia. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it is actually Babyland USA. And it is the Cabbage Patch Hospital the official i had no idea this existed hospital. so when you were telling me this i'm like totally intrigued because i had no idea there was even another kind of like custom cabbage patch doll the only thing i knew about was you know the frenzied one the frenzied ones from the was it late 80s yep with the plastic faces and the yarn hair mm -hmm. those were all the rage are the little bald babies i always love the bald babies <laughs> um but you can go there and you get a tour and everybody's dressed. They have doctors and nurses and the whole nine yards and you go through. I've never done it, but I've seen all the pictures from mom's trip way back when. And then they have windows where you can peek at the babies and there's cabbage. That's like a big cabbage patch. And then each head of cabbage is like a face right to the baby that's going to be born there. And you can adopt a baby and with specifics and look for a specific baby that you want. And so my mother had to adopt this little guy from Babyland USA General Hospital um, way back when. So that is what he is. He's a custom little guy that was bought at Babyland. He was born and uh, adopted officially from Babyland USA. I can't find the papers. I know they're, they'll probably show up somewhere sometime but um, they actually do a whole adoption ceremony. Like they take pictures and they sign papers with the judge and you adopt your baby. And like, it's like, Oh my God. I had no idea. That's so fun about consignment, right? Like you don't even know, even with your own family stuff, what you're going to step into and learn. Right. About. Right. Like, well, 
So I recommend if you want to see the the fun that is um, Baby Lane USA, Google it and you can go to their website and they are still there. They still do it. You can go tour, take a family trip if you're into Cabbage Patch, little guys and girls and babies. You know, one of the things I learned about a couple, I guess it was maybe last year that I really didn't know about um, because we always stayed away from consigning dolls for whatever reason. It was not our special. Now we actually do a lot of them quite successfully, but there was a time probably when we had the storefront that we didn't really do doll. We didn't really do dolls. There wasn't, you could find one every now and then that right. had some yeah. value, but it really, there wasn't any back then. So because I remember, I remember looking through my mom's back then, the one she had thinking, oh, maybe I should sell them for her. And the resale value on hers, she, hers are done by an artist called Annette Hempstead. And her Annette Hempsteads had zero value. And they're usually a couple hundred to 800 to 12,000. I mean, they, they go up, yeah. but um, now the value is back in them. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, one of the things I didn't, so we sell dolls and actually doll parts. There's a lot of these macabre artists that do, um, they'll kind of like, what would you say? Like, haunt, like make haunted baby dolls. And so they're after these kind of beat up old baby dolls and they do this whole, I mean, it's fascinating it really is. In a creepy story. sort of way in a creepy sort of way. So you have people that do that, you have the people that do the dolls, but um, I was lucky enough to meet two people that uh, refurbish dolls and do like a doll hospital kind of thing. And they corresponded with me and showed me how they fixed up some dolls that I had. They were actually from auction, not a consigner. I got a very large lot of dolls like Shirley Temple and things like that. And I was lucky enough to have them send me photos of how they refurbished the dolls. And I was telling my mom the story. And my mom was like, yeah, when I was a kid um, at Scranton Dry Goods, like the uh, a department store, right? Okay. They, would, they had a doll hospital. I think it was Scranton Dry Goods. They had a doll hospital where you would bring your dolls in and they would, you know, if they needed a new hair or they, something broke and they would fix up your dolls and it was this doll hospital. I guess that was fairly common hmm. in department stores and cities that they would have this and they would care for the dolls and they would fix them up. And I just thought that was so cool. Like in our disposable world. Yeah, it was that? just, it was a little stretch of the brain for me to picture that. Well, I wonder if your people could fix one of my mom's dolls hair is a little messed up and needs to be fixed. Oh. I was just, the back and forth, do I sell it as is? Do I try to get it fixed up? Oh, we might, we might need to reach look out. into that. Yeah. We might I know the one is in the one is uh woman is in the UK, but the other is uh here in the United States. So well you'll have to share that information. We'll have to reach out, maybe send some yeah. pictures and say, What would you do? Right, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. Oh, it's God. always nice to have connections of experts in fields like that. Yeah. I think I have a video on our YouTube, um, on the YouTube channel about uh, the auction lot that I got some of the dolls from. Ah. My son and I had, we were at an auction, we saw this old suitcase and it was toward the end of the auction. And there was like what looked like a composite um, Shirley Temple doll leg sticking out of it. So we bid on it. I think we paid $2 for the lot or something. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was so and, fun. And it were all the creeper dolls? There were some creeper dolls in it. There were beautifully pressed um, baggies of handmade doll clothes. They've all since oh, sold. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, handmade doll clothes. Yeah, it was it was so much fun to go through. And That's somebody really had such care. And you know, they were in they're probably in there since the sixties, I would say. Mm -hmm. suitcase, but a lot of them were very were older, but it was packed away and all the clothes were neatly ironed and pressed. It wow. was it was so much fun. But there's wow. a video of the I think the Shirley Temple coming out of the suitcase on on YouTube there. Maybe I'll link it up in the show. Notes. You should. You definitely should link it up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So I've learned a lot about dolls in the past couple of years. Who uh, knew? Because I've never was a a big doll person. I mean, when I was little, mm -hmm. but when my mom started collecting, I'm like, why, why, why do you want these? You know. And of course, she'd bring people home to visit because she started that kind of during my college years. Really, I think in high school, maybe she bought one or two, and then it kind of flourished from there. It was empty nesting. She was. It was empty nesting and filling me, replacing my brother and I with all these dolls. But you'd walk in the house and she'd have them displayed, and you're like, "Ooh, no, 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 no." <laughs> you're like, "That one's eyes seem to be following me as I walk through the living room." <laughs> yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. No, but yeah, anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so keep an eye out. We'll see because the um, bidding on the cabbage patch, our little guy back here, my little toddler ends today. Tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Is, yeah. Tonight. I don't, I don't remember what time, but we'll yeah. be watching it kind of. We'll excited. be watching and see. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. That's a good example of things that we really couldn't, um, we couldn't price accurately. Like we had to let the market determine the price. Like we set the base price, yep. but you can look up comps all you want, but there's not another one in that condition. Um, right. That looks like it because right. it's from baby lane USA. So it's not, there's nothing exactly like it. And I think the people who are collecting those from baby land, you know, they know it's a one of a kind. It's not, you're not going to find it's, twin brother down the road unless they were actually sold as twins. So Right. Yeah, that's a good example. I mean, we don't do auctions very often, but this is like a prime example of a, a case that you need to do an auction in order to um, It was necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> it was necessary. Yeah. I'm like pulling it up right now just to peek. All right. Updates. I just am curious if... Yeah. Um, on the time left on it. So it ends in eight hours and 38 minutes. Oh, we have a lot. We have quite a bit of time left then. Yeah. No sitting by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good auction every now and then. It just kind of spices things up. You know, it definitely it does. It. it definitely does. And you hear ching, 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 ching when right. it gets sped up. Or, right. you know, sometimes it doesn't. But I think in this case, People like to wait for the last second is the thing. And I'm going to jump subjects, but it kind of ties into yeah, all this again. Sure. Um, my eyes have been open. And I know we've talked about this over the years working in this business about people's estates and going through it with family members and the emotions and all. And we touched on that when 
Um, one of the other episodes when Poppy and I were leaving to go to Miami for her Aunt Judy's estate. Well, mm-hmm. now that I have been through that estate and as I can't remember how clear we were on all the episodes about this, but as we're in Miami and week two of Miami, I get a call. My mother fell and have to leave Miami to come here and find out she's got to get out of her house and move into a um, community for elderly people with a little more support. So now I'm here with her estate. (laughs) So the estate thing is clearly all in the front of my mind right now. Mm -hmm. I have been in it now for six weeks between Aunt Judy's and my mother's. Yeah. Going through two different houses. And I got to tell you, Poppy and I were talking about it the other day. I, I have to go home and start going back through my stuff because I don't want to do to my son (laughs) this what's been going on here for the past four weeks and Aunt Judy's for two weeks. And um, it's just tough. It's tough. And a lot of it, you don't know um, what it is. So I started thinking about ways to organize those kind of things that I have to keep. So I am really like refocused now on organizing and going through and determining value of stuff as, is it just stuff? Or is it something that's going to be meaningful down the road? Yeah, I mean, I think so. We decided this morning that we're going to be concentrating on that in our consignment business and bringing tips and tricks to you uh, and our thoughts on, you know, how consignment ties in if you, uh, you know, are downsizing or if you're just living your life and you have kids, uh, how to how to kind of step through that process thoughtfully. And so we're going to be focusing on that. So check out social media. Um, Some of it's going to be fun. Some of it's going to be practical tips. Uh, We all approach this a little differently, but just different ways to think about this. And we'd love to hear your feedback on these posts of ways that maybe you've been through this before. And maybe Mm -hmm. you've learned something that we haven't learned yet of thoughts and ideas. But you don't realize, I guess I didn't realize, I shouldn't say you, I shouldn't put this on all of you. I didn't realize either, and I start to kind of pick things apart. I'm an observer. Um, I, I, my husband, everybody always says you really should have been like a psychologist or a life coach or somebody who, because I observe people and I always try to understand why people do things and try not to judge people's actions right off the bat, because typically there are reasons why that happens. And Um, You can typically figure that out over time or decide just to let it go. But anyway, there's a lot of psychological baggage, I think, that comes with this whole process. Not just you going through it or the person like my mother who's now been displaced into a whole nother lifestyle. So she's going through emotional baggage and psychological, you know, just trying to figure it out. And it's like going back into high school for her. It's like she's moved into a new school. I feel like I just took my my kindergartner and dropped him off at, you know, a whole different school because it's, you know, who's going to sit with me at lunch? I don't know anybody. I, you know, So there's that aspect of it. If it's somebody that's actually having to change their lives. 
But then now I'm looking at it as what made her think she needed all of this. One woman, one woman in a house and everything I open is full of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. like the psychologist natural part of me that always loves to observe and learn and understand people is now spending my time as go like, what would make her think she needed to put all this in this drawer and not just let it go? What tied her to this stuff? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. So it's making me rethink myself. And even Nick said when he left here to go home, he goes, Molly, when we're all said and done, we are going to start going through room by room again in our house. And we are going to declutter, 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 because mm -hmm. I refuse to do this to Cal. <laughs> and a lot of like people that are cleaning out estates, I mean, maybe some of you are doing this. Um, often it's people who have lived through hard times and uh, the depression at this point in time. And we're going through estates like that. So they didn't get rid of anything or it was very hard. And I mean, you can totally, you can totally identify like living through a period of such scarcity by the idea of getting rid of something useful was, right. was abhorrent. Like you just, right. I mean, you can see that. And it's simple little things of the change too. And I know I'm getting a little more personal with my mother here, but like she had to go to Sam's yesterday. Like you're in a one bedroom cottage. Really, you don't need to go to Sam's. No, I have to go to Sam's. Okay. You know, so, so I took her to Sam's and it was fun. I mean, we had a nice morning. She even called me later that night. And I really had a nice morning with you this morning. So Aww. it was fun. Yeah. But she just had to get her toilet paper and paper towels. She had to get them. And then I was like, okay, all right, we'll get them. And then she got back and all of a sudden we're in her standing in her apartment. She goes, I don't know what I was thinking. Where am I putting all this? I said, well, we'll get as much as we can and then I'll take the rest back to the house and then we'll fill you back up before we leave. And if there's any left, we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. But yeah. she's got to yeah. get used to that. But, you know, one person buying in mass bulk, you know, I think you're probably right of kind of some of that air too of I got to, I got to make sure I got backup. I got to make sure I got enough. Um, yeah. I mean, we live in such a world of abundance right now that it's, it's hard mm -hmm. to, it's hard to put yourself in that mindset sometimes. Like, whereas it may be very easy for me to say, all right, just get rid of that. Right. It means something very different to somebody that's lived through a period of, of scarcity. So. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It, it, it's an adjustment. She called me this morning. I don't have enough towels, mom. You've got five. Trust me, one person doesn't need more than five towels. You're good. You got somebody who's doing your laundry once a week. You don't need more than five towels. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You know, she is seeing it, but she's just used to something different. Right, right. So it's interesting. So uh, it'll be interesting to me personally going through Aunt Judy's and now my mother's, what I'm actually going to end up doing when I get home and start going through mine. Oh, will it be okay. as easy as I think it's going to be? Or will I struggle more? Or like, I'm curious, like how I'm saying all this now, but when I actually sit down to do it, what's it going to be like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. For me, like even I didn't realize when I first opened the business, how much of a therapist I would need to be because <laughs> I am somebody that is, I would say I'm more on the minimalist side. Like I don't like stuff around. I, there are very few things I'm attached to. I mean, we joke that, you know, 
I might sell my kids. But I always say that Libby will sell her kids if they're not careful. <laughs> and those of you that haven't heard this story, yes, I did sell Molly's chair out from under her uh, one day while she was in the back room at the store. She um, literally sold my chair. Yeah, she came out and it was gone. Gone. It, I just don't, I mean, so consignment's a great business for me, right? Because I don't, but <laughs> I've had to learn a lot about the psychology of people's attachment to things and, and how to, how to be mindful of that and how to be empathetic a lot because yeah. it was very foreign. It was very foreign to me. And I, I did going into the business, I, I didn't really expect to be doing that so much. But mm -hmm. I've learned so much from people. Oh my gosh. The things are just things. We're going to share some great quotes on social media that we found that we just love. So we'll share them with you. Maybe that'll help other people too. Because it helps me when I read them. Yeah. And I'll be revisiting them when I get home to do my house cleanup. Better take a little break first. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna need a little break. You're gonna you gotta list all that stuff. It's, that yeah. was what I was gonna say. Before I start going through mine, I have two estates I have to get up and get listed yeah. on conscious mm -hmm. assignment. So that's gonna keep me quite busy for quite some time. Yeah. And one fact, of the I things that that always resonates with me, um, and I think it was Peter Welsh, like was talking about his book, It's All Too Much, is usually what I refer people to uh, mm -hmm. if they're just starting through decluttering and that process, was that if you have too much stuff, the special things get lost in all the noise. So it's better to have a couple really special mementos than a lot of a lot of stuff because those really special, meaningful things can get very lost in in the clutter or, you know, in so I always go back to that. I always go back to that when I'm starting to declutter or a project. Like you really want to pull out those special things oh and be God. able to appreciate them. So So you just made me think of one more thing. And I need you need to help me remember to do a post about this on social media when we're doing tips and tricks because I learned this with some of the things I got from my dad when he passed away. My dad was a a huge photographer, like it was his love, his hobby. Um, and he had this large collection of cameras. And I mean, far back as if you look it up, the Hasselblad, which was a camera they used to put on the spaceships. He had a Hasselblad. He had all kinds of things, a big foam covered um, Samsonite um, hard case luggage that had every filter and lens. And oh, wow. It was just everything. And I carried that around for a very long time because I too got that from my father. I love to take photographs. I love to take them of things, people, doesn't matter what, flowers, buildings, doors, rails. I love it. Um, so I hung on to it all this time. And I actually did take a couple of classes to learn how to use the product. Um, I took Darkroom um, twice for processing the film, but in the end, I realized I'm really never going to truly use this stuff. I'm just not. I it's everything else now is so easy with the digital world and the mm -hmm. nice cameras that you have. So I went through this for a while. This is when we were living in Pennsylvania, and I think I was um, working in Wynwood. And I finally just somebody I had talked to, it might have been my friend Marisa, said, "Molly." What would your dad want you to do? Would your dad want you to lug all this around? 
Or would he want you to sell it and get the money to buy a new camera that you would actually be using every day? And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That took the guilt away, right? Because does yeah. my dad, if my dad, would he really want to know that all I'm doing is lugging it around and storing it in an attic? What purpose does that have, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he'd be like, why are you doing that? <laughs> what are you doing? Let get Find somebody who will use it and let them use it. So, but I was still having a hard time letting go of it. And I That's found a, a tough one. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So I found a photographer in a, a company in Wynwood who dealt with, um, they do film processing, their film store, but the guy that owned it also was very much a collector and a seller of cameras and things. And so I went and met with him and he was just jaw dropped. Like, this is awesome. Blah, 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 blah. Well, in the end we did a trade and I got, a new camera, new lenses, telephoto lenses, you know, things like that, the bag and all this, and um, and then some monetary back too. And he took those. But what he did for me, and I'm using this idea now with my mother, is he took my dad's photograph, my all my dad's equipment, and he took professional photographs of my dad's equipment and then gave me the photos. So now I'll always have the memory of my dad's equipment that he loved so much. But instead of lugging around all the equipment that I'm never going to use, that now has gone to somebody who is using it. But I have the visual memory to share and go, oh, look at these amazing cameras your great grandpa had back in the day. You know, these were his and he loved to shoot. So I did the same. Like my mom didn't want to get rid of some awards she had. I was like, what are you going to do with those? And then all of a sudden I went, oh, wait a minute said, mom, how about this? I'll take some good pictures of them and you can have the pictures on your phone. If you ever want to look at them, share them with friends about your awards, put them on Facebook, whatever you want to do with them, but you'll always have the images. And she was like, Oh, I like that. That's great. Wow. Yeah. There's a tip. There's a tip. If you're really back and forth because of the memory part of it, but you know, you'll never use it get really good photographs of the item so that you always have it. So smart. Oh my gosh. We could do a week just on that. Right. Ta-da. I'm done now. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> my job is done here. Well, that's great. That's great. Yep. Yep. So anything else we got to hit on here today? Any what? Anything else we need to chat about today before we get to work? You better get back to organizing. I know. I need to, I'm going to write a list of few items on eBay first. All right. And we'll be looking forward to the end of that. Uh, we'll report back next week. Oh, next week, we're going to do a very special brunch, ladies. It's going to be the evening edition. Oh, brunch that's right. The happy evening. hour. Yeah. Evening edition. Sunday yeah. evening. Five o'clock. Isn't that what we said? Five o'clock. Yep. We're going to do brunch. Five o'clock Sunday five evening. Next week. Just this one week. We're going to mix it up a little bit. And uh, we're kind of looking forward to that. And so uh, those of you that have had a hard time with the morning hours can jump over and meet us for a little happy hour. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Happy hour. Um, yep. Yeah. But until then, uh, check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube. And that's all we got. That's all we got. Give us a comment. Tell us if there's well, something. We got way more, more than this. but <laughs> Oh, we do. We could go on for days and days and days. But, you know. Right. Save it for another one. <laughs> All right.
Bye. Have a good one. Bye. To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchiConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.